Welcome to the Rob and Kale podcast. Rob Sanders. And fuck you. Fuck you. Kale Carolina Jackpot Hall. And fuck you. The Rob and Kale podcast. And welcome in to the Rob and Kale podcast. My name is Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining us this evening. As uh, we roll along, ladies and gentlemen, we're getting closer and closer to football season. And with that, this gentleman, who is the number one Gamecock YouTuber on the planet, and I said it last week and I'll say it again, if you get close to his heart, you will hear the sound of America. He is my friend and yours, Mr. He's Carolina Jackpot, Kale Hall. Kale, what's up, buddy? How's everybody doing tonight? Hope you have uh, had a great Sabbath and... Uh, Another work week is upon us, but not to fear. Only six more days till football is here. That's right. So we got uh, Jackpot sent me some more photos that we want to share with folks. So we'll, we'll get into those momentarily. Also, uh, uh, Tom is calling me a douche. He likes Kale, but says Rob is a douche. But he couldn't spell douche correctly. I mean... Yeah, you think that if you were going to call someone a douche, you would be able to spell it correctly, but I guess not. <clears throat> Elijah says he's happy to be back in the South. All right. Rob, uh, Tom, are you, the, are you, you wouldn't happen to be the same Tom Reed who was the head coach at NC State back in the early 80s, would you? That was before Dick Sheridan. Nobody on here that's in this chat room knows who the hell I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. That's funny too. All right. So we're going to talk about blocks for the weekend. And excuse me, for he the was. season. You beat the Gamecocks one year. That's true. Yeah. I, that is right. I remember that now. Anyway, uh, let's get into uh, we'll thank our sponsors first. Callaway's Bar and Grill. They sponsor the Callaway's Pick'em Challenge. People are starting to get in, Jackpot. I mean, we're we're starting to fill up a little bit, aren't we? We're starting to fill up a little bit. Uh, I can't lie to you. I'd like to see a little bit more participation. Right now, we got 69 folks in. We're doing the 69. Um, mm. And if you'll indulge me for just a minute, I'd like to rattle off this list of uh, people who are going to um, not win. Um, <laughs> this is what I have so far, and it, you know, and I'll use your nicknames and 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 everything else that you asked me to. I actually went back out and rewrote this yesterday. Andrew Grove, SEC Dog, Harry Leg, Jay Rocks the Party, Keith Ramsey, Gary Todd, Dr. Bart, Ken Bellinger. He must have went to pee or something. He threw up something over on his side. Gary Thrills Mills, Larry's Losers, Chef K Diz, Dick Long, Jordan Dealmaker, Elijah. Daddy O, Bible Belt Beauties, Aaron Hughes, Ethan Hewlett, South Carolina, Brady Snow, Bob Rutherford, Big Barney Ross, Dakota VFL, Driller Deep, Mountain Mama, Andrew Hall, Ray underscore Bob, Michael Gentry, Sarah Bell, Elia, Billy Muse, Sancho, Alan V, Stetson Minutes Pet Sasquatch, Baylor Man, Justin Ellis, Robert Davis, Troy Bowers, Tiger in the Burrow, Undercover Boss, Snake Doctor, 
James Matthews, Edwin Reeves, Day Dreamer, Day Drinker, Kentucky Durbin, Smokey Dog, Carolina Chuck, J.T. Turner, Kendall Jones, The Biscuit, Daniel Gregory, Brock Lee, Kevin Schuler, Sally Fleming, Jackpot Jr., Val Tard, Raymond, um, can't remember I'm writing, Raymond, uh, Uncle Rico, 42, Mr. Fry, Caroline Jacklot, Rob Sanders, Jeremy Shipes, Leonard Sarasota, Dustin Dora, Lee Dow, Herbert Bradford, Chip Smith, and Visor Picks. There you go. And more people will get there, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, we gotta have a we gotta have a, a, a hundred people in here to have a two thousand dollar pot. Right. We'll, we'll uh, so we're 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 about thirty one short of that right now. So uh, let's let's we're jump on in now. Well, we got. I mean, here's the thing: we're gonna take <laughs> registrations up until the Saturday of Week One. All right. Now, if you're dumb enough that you want to miss out on some of these picks, and jackpot, I want to show people how. Um, how this looks because uh some people might have been uh just just uh humor me here for a second jack here uh, okay over in the comment section over in the comment section papa b says maybe some use their real names and do not wish to have that revealed publicly papa b uh, i've said many times that if you want to be called something else in this contest you put it in the notes of either venmo paypal or cash app and i'll call you whatever you want to i'll even call you late for dinner but if you don't, then you're getting called whatever you put down there. Why would anybody care anyway? I mean, I'm going to get fired at my job because I'm betting in a college football pool. I doubt anybody's CEO is sitting up here watching Robin Tail uh, at 930 on Sunday night. But, I mean, they should be. But I don't know if they are. All right. So I just finished the form earlier. It's going to be up on the website, uh, robinkaleshow.com. Here's the deal. The uh, you will be able to go to robinkaleshow.com on Wednesdays. I'll have this up on um, I'll have this up on the website by tomorrow. But robinkaleshow.com, it's very simple. You just roll through, you put your email, it has to be the email that you registered with, okay? And then the username that you want, whatever your name is, use the same name every week. If you don't, then I'm going to award the picks to somebody else. All right. Use the same name. Find one name. Go with that every week. So if we just wanted to put, you put your name in here. Very simple. Uh, your email. And then you come down and you make it very simple. You go Northwestern versus Nebraska. Northwestern is a nine and a half point. Um, Underdog. I got to change that. But anyway, this is how it will look. So Northwestern's a nine and a half point underdog. You would, let's say you like Northwestern minus nine and a half. You just hit that. Boom. There it is. Uh, and it'll, it'll come down. You pick every one of them just like that. <clears throat> and then once you do, you come down to the end. All these games will be here. You just fill out the form and hit send. It's very simple, right? Jackpot. I mean, it's, absurdly simple it's now so simple a baby could do it now here's the thing though once you uh once you submit it if something happens and you want to change your picks you can change your picks up until 
uh, noon, high noon on Saturday. Okay. Now, whatever one that you submit last, you could you could submit 27 forms. No one cares. But whatever one that you submit last is your final form. If you submit a form after 12 o'clock, that form is not valid. All right? Because we don't want someone kicking a field goal or something and you getting an advantage on everybody else. There is no cheating in the contest. You have to have your stuff in by noon. And once again, whatever your thing is, Whatever your last form that you fill out, you can change it anytime you want up until noon on Saturday. Now, once the games are over, I will update the standings. The standings will be on the website. Very simple, robinkaleshow.com. Update them there. Some of y'all don't like Facebook, and that's fine. We'll also update when we do update the standings. Whenever we do a show, we'll put the link in there. So you can just click the link when you watch the next show and see where you are as far as uh, in the standings. Jackpot, did I miss anything? No, I think you covered it all very well. All right, there that you was, go. That was, that was an excellent uh, synopsis and um, couldn't have done it better myself. Very good. Uh, JT says, do I have to have a beard to post here? Well, there are people without beards. They're called women, sir. Remember that. Uh, I disagree. Uh, I I had a lady that used to serve me square pizza that had a beard. You probably hit it. No, I, no, th I, that was in elementary school. <laughs> you nasty fuck. Doesn't matter. You'd have been one of those guys slinging it from elementary school. I could see jackpot doing it. Why not? <clears throat> I mean, you had us. You had your own spank shed at twelve. What? What? <laughs> wasn't a spank shed. It was just a place where I went to read literature and smoke cigarettes. It was a spank shed where you smoked cigarettes and watched porn. Brock Lee said, what do I think of the new commit? I don't know. I got to sit here and watch uh, some film on him, but I will have an opinion on him Wednesday. I Normally I um, make a video about these commitments, but I mean, they're coming in. Honestly, they're coming in so hot and heavy right now that, um, it's hard to keep up. It really is. All right. Well, first of all, let's get uh, a couple things out of the way. We thank Callaway's for sponsoring it. Callaway'sBarAndGrill.com. You Georgia folks that are coming to town, don't be a cunt and go to some uh, some app. Don't don't travel to Columbia and say, you know what? I'm going to go to Applebee's. Now, I don't do that. Go and support a local business. Of course, Callaway's is on Highway One, diagonal from the Walmart in West Columbia. It's three minutes from, uh, actually, it's about seven minutes from the stadium. So it's very simple. Uh, Big Barney Ross, big shout out to the USSR for signing Brittany Griner to a long-term contract. Very good, sir. She's going to dominate in prison basketball over there. That's, I mean, she's a dominating ball here. Why not? Without question. Anyway, but yeah, go to, uh, go to Callaway's, get yourself some wings, all of that good stuff. And all of that. Yeah, Kirby's Advisors got it correct. Fuck the franchises. Always rather support the locals. Yeah, if you go to Callaway's, you can actually have a beer with the guy that owns the damn place. This is the way that it is. And they uh, they take care of the show here. Also, we have uh, Story Time with Uncle Jackpot, courtesy of Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport. Dennis will be in the competition. Dennis, I, I mean, his picks last year were like Peg and Megan's picks are going to be this year. They were the shits. He hopes to rebound. 
but we do have a story with Uncle Jackpot. Jackpot, read away. Uh, sucks to be a Gamecock. Uh, my shithole team just landed a commitment from a kid from Camden, South Carolina, that Clemson backed off of. We think we were big time, but we were actually just a poverty government cheese EBT welfare program. It always, and as always, sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. That's right. Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport. Thank you for I even the- added a little bit of, of zest to that one there. So, I mean, all facts from Jackpot. Everything Jackpot said there was absolutely true. So, good stuff, Jackpot. All right. Well, Jackpot, you sent me some things here, too. Do you want me to? Uh, I'm going to open up one of these here and download them really quick here. And these are some pictures that uh, I thought we'd go through really quick here. I just, I, they're just some dumb things that I like to pull from time to time. Yeah. No, not dumb. It's all right. So uh, let's see. Here. No, I'm not dumb. They're dumb, but they're dumb. Okay. All right. So the first one, Jackpot. Let's see if I can get this oh, shared. Oh, something happens here. Uh-oh. Jackpot's camera down. Oh, let's shit. Do Oh, damn it. Uh, What's wrong, Jeff? What the hell I've done? I don't know what I've done. I got on a damn screen, and I can't get... uh, Dang it. Holy shit. What the fuck have I done here? This is like... I I, Like I could... I can see you, but I can't. Oh yeah. my God. Hey. All right. Well, I mean, all right. Jackpot's trying to square away his camera there. So give him a second there. There we go. All right. I don't know what happened, Jackpot. I was like, man, Jackpot just went away on us. All right. Don't so, ever try to wipe your butt with your camera phone. Jesus. All right, here you go. Uh, let's see here. All right, so these are some of uh, Jackpot's uh, things that he sent me. We'll start with this one. Jackpot, explain this to the fine folks that are watching tonight. This is from Mark Durbin. Ace's last okay. time. I think he's actually in the chat, so we can make fun of him okay. while he's here. This is good. It, uh, he was responding back to a, a video I made yesterday about Mark Stoots. I was kind of mad, actually. I made this video. It says, Last time, Mark, he likes to use shouty caps, too. So, um, yeah. you know, he's getting his point across. Last time we played Clemson, we beat their sorry asses, too. That's debatable. Did that actually happen or not? It was in a bowl game like 20 years ago when, you know, there wasn't any HD. But, hey, if you want to if you want to take your sorry ass team out there right now. Well, okay. Well, uh, well the, we're, we're getting to that. Wish we could play them yeah. this year. Maybe. We can play them this year if they win enough. Should not be that hard in that weak-ass ACC. Cats will be there waiting. By the way, for for you uh, fans of uh, Kentucky, uh, Clemson played more ranked opponents than you did last year. So how about that? At the end of the season, they played more ranked opponents than you did. So find find a vial and go fuck yourself. Uh, up next, another set for jackpot here. Let's uh, let's see here. We got a new one. 
Uh, All right, so this one, um, this one was kind of interesting too, and this one was kind of a slap back at you, jackpot. This one says, uh, four-star defensive lineman Xavier McLeod commits to South Carolina. Kawisi Harrison says, but you didn't want Shane Beamer, jackpot. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I, I've explained that on probably about 25 subsequent videos that, uh, no, I in fact did not want him. Uh, when I found out that he was going to be the new head coach, uh, that night in 2020 when we were losing to Kentucky and I found out at halftime, they had announced that, um, I destroyed something in my living room. I, I didn't want him to, I mean, they've never been a coordinator. Yeah. I just did not know about him, what I know now. I mean, you I mean, things and feelings can change. And I, I have grown uh, to love the guy. I absolutely love the guy now. But at first, yes, that is very correct. I did not want him. But, I mean, you know, let's keep drilling that point home, even though I've brought it up multiple times. All right, one more thing here. And Jackpot sent me this just a few minutes ago. <laughs> and it's a picture from Josh Pate's show where jo Josh Pate is a great guy. Uh, I've had him on, on my radio show, and he, he's, a, he's a nice guy. And a, a lot of times he knows his stuff. But let's not, let's not put anything else out there. In Josh Pate's perfect world, Tennessee, Florida, and Georgia would all go 12 and 0, 12 and 0, 11 and 1, 10 and 2. Okay. He, he, that's what he wants. And he's riding this Tennessee stuff where he says the best case scenario is 10 and 2. And he predicts them to go 9 and 3. Jackpot, your comment to me was you want to say it or you want me to say it? Just read it. Uh, yeah, what, is, what did I say? He said, whatever you think there, Baldy, is what Jackpot came with. Yeah, well, I mean, well, of course. First of all, I don't think that I don't think they're going five and seven. I mean, I just don't think that would happen unless the yeah. unless they had like a a Clemson. I don't know what, like the you know how shocking it was that Clemson uh, went whatever uh, nine and three in the regular season last year and, and played those right. close games against all those doo doo teams and and had no offense. I mean, that would be that like that level shocking. But uh, winning nine games, that's his prediction. I, I don't see it. I, I really, really just don't. Could be wrong. Could be wrong. But, I mean, I think their ceiling's about eight wins. Yeah, I mean, and, and I think most Tennessee fans uh, are right there. And, and Harry says uh, he's basing it on the computer program he uses, and that's fine. I, I mean, that like the Comrades computer? computer? Yeah, the Comrades computer. I mean, I think I was – Comrade, comrade, what was it two seasons ago? Literally said the computer's never wrong. And every Sunday he'd come in here, and we'd have what five? That's when we were doing five games. And every Sunday he'd come in here, and he would be like two and three, or just some shitty number that just didn't make any sense. And you know, we we goofed on him that his computer was like. An old AOL computer. Yeah, everybody remembers that. 
Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I, he uses a computer system, and that may be the way that it goes. But I think if you sat down with Josh Pate and you ask him, do you really, really believe that? I don't think he's completely buying that. I just don't. No, think I don't. I, I don't either. Yeah. So there's that. Anyway, uh, some comments from over there. Tennessee will never suck booty with hypel. That's what a comment says from Dr. Barkley. Also, will never be consistently elite or win a natty with him. Just his opinion. Okay. There's that too. That's that's valid. Uh, Billy says, what is our prediction on Auburn this year? He's got them at three and nine. Uh, Auburn's, we may have to look at that. So, and then Leonard. Uh, like six and six. Leonard says, laugh all you want, but Tennessee was within a few points from going nine and three last year. Opposing fans see Hypel moving this program in the right direction, but most won't admit it. I see eight and four this year. All right. Well, look, you could be moving in the right direction, but that kind of pivots into what we were talking about with Lynn J. Dixon, who I think that that young man has got some issues. And what I mean by that is, is that either he's got issues or somebody's giving him some bad advice. How do you go somewhere after you were at West Virginia, you leave there, go to Tennessee and you're there 18 days, and then you leave jackpot. I mean, something's going on there. And then we can we can goof that. Hey, he saw what what Tennessee had, and was like, huh? Or maybe it's something else, but just not what you want right here at the beginning of the season. Well, I mean, first of all, I want to say this: that that Lynn J. Dixon just himself between the last two. Uh, schools that he was at, the, the the fan bases of those two schools, he had more teeth in his head than the combined fan bases of both two schools that he played for last. Actually, both three. But uh, on a serious note, uh, there's something wrong there. I mean, I, I don't understand. I mean, you get them like a third chance um, at a, I mean, a SEC program. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's, they're above average. I mean, and you – I don't understand why you can't make hay and, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're going to get on the field. So, I don't I, – I, I don't well, understand. Here's the big thing with that, uh, and, and this is just – you know, when you really step back and look at it, I think that someone told him, look, you're better than where they have you right now. Uh, he was told, hey, you got to come in and earn some playing time, learn the offense, and then go from there. Apparently, that wasn't good enough. He also had an injured foot, and that may have been keeping him from getting the amount of reps that he wanted in practice. And he's thinking he's got one season left. He needs to figure it out. Um, you know, he should go somewhere to like a smaller school. And because every game's on TV now, and if he has a big season, then people will notice him, and then he can uh, – Go and put some uh, numbers up at the combine. But the one thing people are forgetting on this is that this puts Tennessee down to four scholarship running backs. That's not good, Jackpot. No, it's not. And, and he had an injured foot, too. Yeah. And there's no telling what kind of medical advice he got up there at Tennessee. I mean, they probably, I mean, they probably don't have a proper training facilities and, and, and medical care. I mean, they probably told him to put gravy on it. 
Yeah, they, they probably he probably went in for a foot injury and they gave him a gave him a pregnancy test. Uh, welcome into the program. Good evening. We're not taking hey, calls uh, yet, but since you called, what you got? This is uh, Chris from Georgia, Tennessee fan. Hi, Chris. Uh, How are you? Good. I heard you guys talk about Lynn J. Yeah. Um, Miss folks are down to four scholarship backs. I mean, Georgia's down to four scholarship backs, and nobody's freaking out about them. And we have a running quarterback, too, so it kind of relieves some stress off them. I'm, I mean, it sucks that Lynn J left. He was brought in to replace Lennox Whitehead, who was lost for the season. Um, he wasn't really probably going to contribute a whole lot. Uh, either, but they just wanted to have uh, that security, you know. But um, I mean, I it mean, helps, it that, it helps like, to have it helps to have that extra running back in there because you know you go uh, you lose. I think most teams like to run out there with two guys anyway. Uh, you know, and 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 some teams like to have a third down back that's kind of a different kind of back. But I mean, the running back yeah. core right now is is really really uh, thin there at Tennessee. Uh, I mean, I think the biggest issue is the fact that two are freshmen. I mean, they're both highly touted freshmen. Both, you know, were in uh, had well over uh, one had like eighteen hundred yards his senior season. One had over two thousand yards in uh, Georgia, East Pauling, Atlanta area football. So it wasn't like he was going against you know two a two a guys and stuff like that. But um, I think the issue is just that they're all that two of them are really young. But um, like you said. They they wanted a little uh, insurance, I guess, but they're not. Um, I don't think they're too concerned with it uh, if they're willing to not really fight for him to stay. Um, they have yeah, contingencies. But, but but hold hold on now, and and I'm not trying to battle with you here on a Sunday evening. They wanted him there, which is why they extended him a scholarship offer. Uh, what two eighteen days ago? So they they opened up a scholarship for him. So they obviously wanted him there. They thought that they would get something, even if it was just depth out of it. And uh, trust me, I think if they really wanted him, uh, if you really got behind closed doors, they kind of wanted that to work out just in case there was an injury. So, yep. So there's that. I, I can agree with that. But at the same time, I just, I don't think he was, yeah, he probably would have been fourth at best in yeah, but touchdown. It's, well, it, it was going to be fourth at best way because he he only he got there eighteen days ago and he has to learn the damn playbook. So and I mean and you your number one back is the guy that's going to get all the carries anyway. So in my opinion, if I, I were Lynn J. Dixon, I don't know why I would go there. I mean, there are other schools where you could get a shit ton more carries and be a more focal point of the offense than. Uh, what he was going to be at Tennessee because you guys already have a feature back. It wasn't like he was going to come and in that, in 18 days and unseat that guy and be and be RB one. And I think somebody, like you guys said, I think somebody around him is telling him, like, "Hey, you know, you should you should be the number one back. They're, they've got you third on the depth chart, and, and and you just can't deal with that. Sometimes you don't know about that until they get on campus. They lost Linus Whitehead." Uh, a few days later, they're bringing in Lynn J. Dixon. I don't think they really sat there and dug deep into it. They're just like, hey, here's a D1 back that played on a national championship caliber team. Like, let's bring him in, see what he does. But at the same time, like, sometimes uh, juice like that isn't worth the squeeze if he's going to come in and he's, like, trusting out 
coaches because he's not the the premier back with a hurt foot. And I mean, the the kid from Hartsville that we had uh, last year, um, Tyon Evans, he he transferred because he he would take himself out of games. He would claim his ankle was hurt and take himself out of games. And so the next week, whenever Tennessee would be like, all right, well, since your ankle's hurt, we're going to let you take tonight off against, you know, Tennessee Tech or whatever and let you heal. He'd get mad because he couldn't pad his stats against them. And then when they needed him against a team like Georgia or whatever, he would get hurt. Like, if you watch the Georgia game, he gets the first ding he takes. He takes himself out for the rest of the game, and you just can't can't operate with kids like that. you got to just let them go. Well, I don't know what's happening up there with uh, – I thought, I thought he left because he – his grades are horrible. I don't. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like Tennessee's Harvard. If you couldn't get into Tennessee, I don't. I can't imagine Louisville's got that much worse entrance requirements. I mean, if he can get into Louisville, I feel like he could stay in Tennessee. I'm not an idiot that thinks Tennessee is, you know, Ivy League. He's at Louisville now, and he's probably going to do well. He's he's a talented kid. Uh, Evans is, but like he just. He wanted to pad his stats and get teams like Missouri that didn't have any defensive tackles. And then whenever it came to, hey, man, we need to get Georgia and Alabama, he he would ghost himself out of the game because he, he would get hit by somebody like Jordan Davis and didn't want to play no more. All right, man. Well, hey, I appreciate you calling the program, bud. Thanks, uh, thanks for – What's uh, wrong with you? Appreciate it, man. All right. Um, we're going to take calls at 803-470-2905. This is uh, – Tennessee is going to have their players run through an L instead of a two this year. <laughs> Good stuff there, Biscuit. Um, all right. So if you want to join the program, 803-470-2905. Jackpot, I mentioned that we were going to do some uh, lead pipe locks, as we call them. Do you have uh, do you have some lead pipe locks that you would like to throw out there for this upcoming uh, football year? Oh, yeah. All right, go ahead. Okay. Of one of the two, Cincinnati and BYU, Arkansas will lose one of those games. Mm. BYU is not a not not that far fetched. I I could buy into that. I'm not sure about Cincinnati, but BYU is the way to go there. That's pretty good. Uh my, one of my locks. For the season, and I mentioned this the other day on the show, Clemson had 12 touchdown passes all season last year. They'll have that by uh, the end of week four this season. Jack, what do you got next? Okay. Of the three teams, Gamecocks, Kentucky, Tennessee, Mizzou beats at least one of those teams. Lock them up. Mm-hmm. That's 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 pretty good. That's pretty good. But that my one of one of my other locks is Vanderbilt wins an SEC game. I don't know which one it's going to be, but they're not going 0 for 8. I've got Vandy winning one SEC game. We'll see which one it is. But Vandy wins one conference game this season, at least. Okay. Are you, you got any more? Or are you done? Okay, I think, but either between one of the two, at home against, and uh, 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 it's not not that I'm throwing throwing rocks at this team because I don't like them or anything like that. There, uh, this is just it's just how I feel. 
uh, either the uh, opening game, the road game at East Carolina, or the home game against Texas Tech, NC State drops one of those games. That's actually pretty good. That's actually that's actually really that's a really smart pick when you really stop and think about it. All right, I uh, and my final one. Uh, I mentioned Vanderbilt wins a conference game. I also think that um, I, I I did put out there I like Utah to just drub Florida. That's not really anything that's going to shock anybody. But my other thing is there are lots of folks that have Clemson going twelve and zero. Clemson's dropping a game this season in the regular season. I, I don't think it's – it may not be the Notre Dame game, but I think they drop one game this season. We'll see which one it is. But they are going to drop one of them at some point this season. And it will not I mean, be I mean, it could be the Miami – I mean, it really could be the Miami game if you think about it. I mean, because – I mean, the law of averages says – I mean, Clemson is due to lose a game at home. They haven't lost a game at home since, like, 2016 or so. Yeah, that's when – uh. That's when old Pitt with Blewett. Oh, Blewett, Mr. Blewett. Yeah. He knocked that kick through. It's a great day. Indeedly, yes, indeedly do. Um, but, yeah. Hunter Slice says which game. I, it could be – it's going to be one of the three, in my opinion. Miami, uh, NC State, or Notre Dame. One of those three. They're going to drop one of those games. And, and, you know, and the, that could change as we move along. And what I mean by that is it's one of those uh, card subject to change type things when you go to a wrestling match. If Uyunglele comes out and plays like the quarterback he was at Notre Dame the last time he was there, Clemson will go undefeated. All right? If he throws for 300-plus yards a game, nobody's really doing much on that defense. Clemson will go 12-0 and and roll. But I, I'm just not sold on Uyunglele yet. Don't, don't, I'm not feeling that at all. All right. Brock Lee, Brock Lee says it'll be against La Tech. Brock's being silly. Uh, La Tech, you know, La Tech has opened up. They're a 19 and a half point underdog at Mizzou. I, I think, I, I, I think that's too many points. I agree on that one. All right. So we'll take calls now 803 470 2905. 803 470 2905. That is the number to dial if you'd like to join us here on the program. Brent says Clemson will lose to NC State. Look, at some point, streaks have to end. All right. Like uh Clemson has lost a beat NC State. I can't remember how many times. I mean, it's an absurd amount. Oh, and I'm sorry, they lost to them last year. Before that, their home winning streak against them is insane. Other than that, uh, Clemson's never lost to Louisville in when they've been in the ACC. Yeah, there's 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 things that are out there. You can't have the crazy home winning streak that Clemson has had and not have a, a hiccup here or there. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. one of the streaks will come to an end eventually, and nobody's going to see it coming. It's like the UFC fight last night where uh, Usman lost, and people like he was uh, like a plus three hundred or whatever. So, I mean, it's going to happen, and, and it'll hit somebody in the face. So, there you go with that. Uh, Zona says, is Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving again this year? I think so. The Biscuit says, Vandy over 7-6 and six yep, tennis. We'll be peeing, peeing on the, peeing in the end zone on Turkey Day. Turkey Day, yeah. 
All right, uh, 803-470-2905, jackpot, as we got uh, some folks that they want to call. There's the phone. It's open for you. Uh, Huffer Billy Paul says, NC State will be out for blood in this one. Trust me. If DJ isn't throwing for 300 per game, Klubnik starts that game. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess Klubnik starting that game. <laughs> I, I think that um, – I think that – and by the way, I love people that uh, in the chat room that they get upset and the first thing they want, to, oh, I'll put money on it. Well, goddamn, congratulations. Shit. Just because somebody disagrees with you, you're talking about, I'm going to bet. I love the people, too, that want to bet with jackpot. Everybody wants to bet jackpot. Jackpot, I'll bet you on the Clemson-South Carolina game. I don't want any, I'm not going to give you any points, but I'll bet. Shut the hell up with all that nonsense. <laughs> You think Jackpot's going to take everybody's bet? No points, straight up, Clemson and South Carolina? Get out of here. I don't bet I don't bet with people on the internet like that because they won't pay. Oh. Hunter says, that's called calling a, an MFR out. Okay. Okay. That's funny. All right, let's go to the phones. And we'll welcome in the caller here. Welcome in. Good evening. Hey, how are you guys? Pack? Hi, how Good. are you? Good. So, hey, uh, it's I, I saw I saw the the chat, and I just wanted to say uh, there's a lot of people who are high on their team. The thing that I'm not high on is the pack ten or twelve or eight or whatever it is, and the other conferences other than the SEC. I mean, I don't know how even the big they don't compare. So anyway, my point is. Whenever they start touting their team and they're in one of those conferences, you go ahead and discount it. They're not any good. So, so, so it's, in it's your truth. opinion, in your opinion, Vanderbilt's a better team than any team from the Pac-12. Uh, almost. The I mean, maybe Ohio State uh, could could be could be better, but other than that, yeah, maybe. Uh, I just I'm just saying that truly, at some point, the competition makes the team stronger. And Ohio State plays nobody. I mean, really. And so, that, obviously, Penn State's no good. They can't ever contend. Michigan goes into a playoff game and gets mollywhopped by Georgia. So, and, and I'm not saying Clemson's much better. I mean, we, we're, we're in the ACC, so I'm not, I'm not touting my team here. I'm just saying it seems like the SEC has created an ecosystem that beats all these others. Um, I can get into a – here's the thing. I, I, I just, I don't like people that are like, you know, the only good football is in the SEC. I mean, th there are some dominant teams in the SEC, all right? But it doesn't just stop and end there. there there's good teams in each conference. I mean, you can find, I mean, Oregon's going to be a pretty good, they're a top 12 team. If you look at the blue chip yeah, the factor, only, they've got four and five star yeah. guys all over the field. It's not like they're rolling a high school team out there. Now, are they going to beat Georgia? Probably not. But I think Oregon could – they would definitely, if they played uh, if they played an SEC East schedule, Georgia's the only team in the East that uh, would beat them. I mean, they just have well, too much talent. Well, my, my, my biggest point here is they could win. If they played 10 games, they could win 2 out of 10 against a, a good SEC team. And same thing with Ohio State. Wait a minute. Good, but good the SEC, SEC teams are going to beat them most of the time. Good SEC team is in what? If you're talking Alabama or Georgia, okay, I'll buy that. 
but or, or, or LSU when 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 they're yeah, when they're okay. hitting, I think even Arkansas at some point here soon is going to do the same thing. Arkansas, and so okay, wow. Right, yeah, I, Arkansas's I, I, Arkansas's a really strong team. I mean, they they beat Wisconsin, Iowa. Okay. I mean, let's be, let's no. be honest, Iowa. Penn yeah, State. they they beat Penn State. No, Arkansas is a good team, and um, and no, I, it's funny when 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 we talk about it. I'm I'm trying to point it out that I just think that there's odds sir, on favorites sir, in the SEC sir, to beat these teams. Sir, right. um, Arkansas has since Mizzou entered the conference in what 2012. Vanderbilt has 19 conference wins. Arkansas has 20. Arkansas is not a good program. They're not a PR no, no you're a good you're looking at it season. from 2012 is my point. Look at right. it from it's, it's a, 2016 and forward. Well, I'll tell you what. Okay, not from much better. And from 2016, then the only thing that matters is Clemson winning the national title. They beat Alabama. Fuck the SEC. They were the national champion. That's what happened in 2016. We, do you want to talk about that, or do you want to look at a 10-year window where Arkansas just really wasn't that good? Well, they weren't. What I'm saying is Arkansas now has the recruiting. They have the players and they have the coaches to, to do this at this point in time to be that good. And they're going to contend. You'll see. I mean, they already started putting people on ropes. Texas certainly couldn't beat them. And um, and Texas is not going to be that good this year. So I, the fact they're going to be in the SEC is kind of going to be funny to watch. But there's there's a difference. There's a higher level of quality of football, is all I'm saying, in the in the in the SEC. And it's not all across the board. I mean, Vandy's not great, for God's sakes. But if you look at the big teams, LSU, even Florida, which is down now, I, come back Auburn, I, I, I Alabama, Georgia. I buy that your, your top teams are good. I mean, are great. Georgia and Alabama are great. LSU's got a question marks, et cetera. But after that, I mean, come on, man. You got, you got a bunch of – got a bunch of – sixes and sevens and they're at the best that's because they're playing each other okay bullshit they play outside they play outside their conference they do fine no 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 sir that is complete bullshit oh just because they play each other that's why they're sixes and sevens that's not true that is completely not true we could talk about wake forest hanging 55 on texas a&m the last time they played them texas a&m ducking them in a bowl game i mean there are there are spots there where uh, you can look at um, what Clemson's had more wins over Alabama in the past 10 years than LSU's had. I mean, it, that's just silly. It's absolutely silly, man. There's how many, how many games the do the SEC teams, how, SEC teams have to play how many games to each other, and at the they end play, of that, how many games eight, are they going to win and lose? They, they, play eight, they play eight games, okay? They play eight Soon games. Be nine. And if you play, yeah, okay. well, but right now they play eight. And right. those eight, if Alabama and Georgia aren't on your schedule, your schedule is kind of flat. This year, it's flat. Well, this year it's flat. I don't think it was flat when LSU won Natty, you know. And there's there's other pop ups, teams that pop up. In Florida, looked really good up until Mullen blew up. So I, you know, and I think I think that's going to keep going. I mean, South Carolina's going to come up. I think Tennessee's going to come up. I think you're going to see this happen in the SEC more than you see it happen. Hell, it hadn't happened in the big for a long time. And the pack is useless. That I mean, I come on. Get into. 
in, the, in every time, you know, let's be real. The Pac-12 <laughs> is but, just Oregon, and that's it. Hey, man, I appreciate you calling me. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. Three four seven zero two nine zero five eight zero three four seven zero two nine zero five. Ziggy. Uh, Jay says, Rob, your SEC tramp stamp is showing. Pull your shirt down. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. <clears throat> uh, happy, happy, happy says, KJ is a talent. I'll give Arkansas that. They do have some solid players. They took a drop in experience last year. How much guess we'll see? You know, I I, I can say this for Arkansas. Um, they were – I mean, they've always been a decent team, but – I want to say in the early, like the early to mid 2010s, there, I mean, they went to shit in a hurry. Yeah. So, true. I mean, it's not that far fetched to think that that thing couldn't go back left again. It's not that far fetched. Well, they had to cheat with Houston Nutt and all those guys, but yeah, we'll see. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Hey, it's Big Barney Ross. Y'all notice that uh, the closer we get to kickoff, the crazier, the the and, and the hate. Let the hate flow through you. <laughs> Vanderbilt's not beating Ohio State or none of them. Um, yeah. Let's face facts here. Uh, we've got a running quarterback. Kentucky has a running quarterback, probably because he's running for his life, like Tennessee's quarterback is going to be doing. Your lines underdeveloped. Our guy just, you know, he's crazy. There's no telling what he's going to do. But put me down for this. Uh, Kentucky loses to Northern Illinois 17 13. Bookcase of accountability. Big Barney Ross, I'm out. If that actually happens, uh, I mean, Kentucky had problems with the snake last year. So, I mean, they could lose to a directional school. Who knows? I, I've already said that, that I don't know if it's this year. But they're going to end up, uh, they're going to end up going out there and laying a big, shiny, well, not so shiny, turd against one of those MAC teams that they schedule, and um, they're going to look stupid for doing it. Well, but see, and that that goes back to what the caller was saying. When you have a team like Kentucky, that you know they schedule Louisville and MAC teams. They don't bother. Yeah, exactly. To to have not since 2003. It's been since like 2003 since I played another Power Five team out of conference, other than a, a bowl game, uh, other than Louisville. Florida hasn't played. I mean, what, I mean, what kind of schedule is that? I mean, how is that challenging? I mean, how is that fun? I mean, for your fans, I, I, I just, I don't get it. I mean, it's not. I mean, not like not the not the Gamecocks who played some big gauntlet of, uh, of of great teams, you know. I mean, and one could could say that that Clemson's even scheduled a better, you know, mix of uh, other Power Five teams outside the ACC uh, to play than the game. I mean, the Gamecocks have like wait, woo, North Carolina State and UNC. I mean, but I mean that's Let's, better than scheduling nothing but fucking MAC teams. Well, and South Carolina also scheduled. They scheduled UCF the year that UCF was like ten and two. One of those losses was to South Carolina. Um, and there's been other games at South Carolina. Oh, yeah, Blake that, uh, Bortles. Blake Bortles out there. Yeah, fuck that guy. But uh, no, I mean, it, it, 
there there are certain schools that do that. And then you have Florida who hasn't played a non-conference Power 5 game outside of the state of Florida since like 1992. All right? It's shameful yeah. the way that they schedule. Shameful. And then they're like – Well, that ends next year because they're actually going to Utah. Utah's going to smack that ass next year too probably. I'll put that on the bookcase of accountability. Fuck Florida. There you go, jackpot. <laughs> 803-470-2905. Biscuit says Kentucky is a confused basketball school. When they schedule the MAC, they think they're scheduling a ninth seed. <laughs> Biscuit off the top with some good stuff tonight. Good stuff there, Biscuit. <laughs> Great to have a uh, Biscuit back in the mix there. 6-9 game. Uh, yeah, there you go. All right, 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. Herbert says Miami's going to give Clemson a better game this year. Yeah, I mean, well, the last time Clemson played Miami, Miami was a shithole. And I don't know if Miami is going to be good or not this year, but I think they're going to be – they're going to play with a little more fire than they have in the past. I, I can agree with Zola that. Zola Tucson 93 says Florida better not pussy out next year. I doubt it. I mean, they're not playing Army, are they? So he's talking about uh, like bailing on that Utah game. But that's what I'm saying. That's the only oh, team yeah. people bail out again. Um, oh, so, I got, got, was, got it. We're talking it. about uh, Coastal Carolina is playing um, uh, Army in the first Carolina. game of the regular season. Yeah. And um, somebody had said something. They said they thought Coastal was playing BYU again this year, and it was going to be the – the Mormons versus the Mullets. This was earlier. And no, they're not. They, they don't play this year. I said they play Army. It's good. the Muskets versus the Mullets. Good point, sir. I'm with you on that. All right. Well, uh, final call for calls, 803-470-2905. By the time um, I'm going to have up on the uh, on the website, robinkaleshow.com, uh, the link for you to pick your picks for the games for this week. There are, hold on, let me look at the thing here. I want to make sure I tell you exactly how many games there are. I got to go back and edit because I had one team uh, wrong on this thing. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, and seven games, jackpot. Seven yep. games the first week. So, yeah, there you go with that. So I'll have this form up for you, and you can uh, go to the website and get it. And I, um, it'll be good to go for you here uh, shortly, right? There you go. With that. Exactly. Without question. Right. Without question. All right, Jackpot, you got anything else for the show this evening? You want to talk about the Braves for a minute, how they're just uh, smacking people around, or you just want to go to bed? Oh, uh, I, I don't have to. Uh, yeah, they uh... – one what an extra innings last the loss today though. They lost today, but they lost to one of the teams with one of the team with the best record in the AL. They took a series from Houston yeah. after uh taking three of four from the Mets. They're three and a half games out, and they're looking pretty solid. Uh, the the NLCS, by the way, is going to be the World Series because the Yankees are rolling over. I'm not really buying anybody else in the AL right now. I mean, yeah, my son, my son was telling me that uh, the playoffs have changed format again this year. Yeah, yeah. I read and that. The, the Braves were pretty much guaranteed a, a playoff spot. 
That's true. That's true. Uh, Phillips says A&M will beat Georgia in Atlanta this year. Hmm. A&M ain't going to Atlanta, but. All right. So Mark says, Rob, newsflash, schedules are made before the season starts. Yes, sir. And you can't. The point is, is that you can schedule someone other than uh, some of these MAC teams that Kentucky schedules, or uh, these other teams that uh, that Florida schedules. You can make your schedule a little bit tougher if you choose to. Now, if you want to be a puss and not do that, then that's on you. Kentucky does that because they have the mentality of. If we get to six and six, we get to go to a bowl game and we get to leave this frozen ass place and maybe take our ass down to Birmingham where it may not be cold. That's that's the whole gist of it. It's not like you schedule a bunch of craziness there. Big Barney Ross says, Force Whitaker's left eye has more self control than some of these fans do. Okay, that's good too. I look at Josh Pate. He has the odds to win the Big Ten championship up there. Northwestern is in last. They are at plus 50,000 to win the uh, Big Ten Championship. They're below Rutgers, who is plus 30,000. I keep coming back to Biscuit. Biscuit says the only way AM beats anyone in Atlanta is if they're a prostitute. <laughs> Damn it. <Shit. laughs> All right. Well, Mark Durbin said Biscuit is chicken food. uh well anyway you know what's best about talking season jackpot is when it ends and not the first week of the season by september the 10th at about midnight when we do that show on september the 11th which will be that sunday we'll know more about all of these teams we'll know about tennessee we'll know if south carolina if they're two and oh their season's completely changed. We'll know a lot about everyone. What if Oregon goes and beats Georgia in week one? Not saying it happens, but if it does, then the thoughts on Oregon completely change because the rest of their schedule is hot dog water and they may end up 12 and 0. We'll know everything by September the 11th when we do this show. That's the best part about talking season is that it ends and then pretenders have to actually play jackpot. What are you laughing at? Uh, just, just the comment section. Oh, uh, what, what 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 did I miss? I, I was uh, laughing about the the biscuit is chicken food comment, and the biscuit said humor only a South Carolina would love. I'm assuming he said only a South Carolina fan would love. I wasn't hating on you. I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Uh, Philip Mixon says AM just built a state of the art $160 million facility. Nobody is going to be able to hang with the Aggies soon. They've had top five, <laughs> they've had top five facilities for like 10 years, and they still finished eight and four, not ranked last year. But okay. Okay. Buildings don't buildings don't really necessarily win you a lot. You just ask Clemson with their Fucking ball pit slides or little the little little bunks with the, the drawer on them where you can go to sleep at. Buildings don't always win you anything. Uh, that's true. But you know, other things can win you games. NIL money, 
Steroids won games for Joe Morrison. Why not? They did, yeah, they did. They, they did. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, Huffer Billy Paul says, we'll know by halftime a Georgia Tech game if Clemson's going to be our – if Clemson's DJ is going to be the QB. Uh, yeah. Herbert says only five people have hit the thumbs up. Look, yeah, that's something that could really help the show. Just hit the damn thumbs up button. It doesn't hurt you. Um, yeah, it doesn't cost you a thing. Um, Walt Tula said he wouldn't be surprised to see Shipley score on two runs of 50 yards plus against Georgia Tech. Well, Walt, Walt runs around with a Clemson penis on his shoulder so that he can just look to the left and lick it. I mean, that's pretty much what I mean, the stuff that's Walt what I was thinking. I'm thinking, yeah, that's highly likely, you know, since he did it last year and everything. Well, and, and here's here's the other thing. Uh, I'm not even going to address him. I am going to address Mark. Clemson plays puss. What's your point? Listen to me, sir. All right. I need you to slow down for a second. Stop huffing paint. Stop eating glue. Stop licking paint chips and listen to me. Okay. Clemson played more ranked teams that finished in the top 25 than Kentucky did last year. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, sir. I know that hurts your feelings. And by the way, you don't want any of that Clemson stuff, man. All right? Your coach looks like a thumb with the clap. You don't want anything to do with Clemson. Move on, sir. Move <laughs> on. Uh, Mark says, need to give up the schedule talk for any ACC team. Once again, you play in the SEC East. Clemson played more ranked teams than you did. Stop playing MAC teams and roll the hell on. I'm at the point now where I want, I, I'm going to cheer for Georgia and South Carolina this year and Mizzou and Vanderbilt to mouth pump Tennessee and Kentucky just because their fans have been the shittiest this offseason. They think that they're the absolute best on the planet, and they're really not. That's why I'm looking forward to talking season ending. All these people, oh, best case scenario, they can go 10 and 2. There is no fucking planet that Tennessee goes 10 and 2 with the team they have. It's not. Dr. Bark, Dr. Bark says, I mean, Georgia Tech is unwashed ass. So it may happen regarding Shipley. <laughs> I don't know. Clemson Probably played right. terrible against them last year. Terrible. Yeah. They didn't. Offense has been a shithole for Clemson. Uh, all right, Jackpot. I think we're done, man. Appreciate y'all watching the program. We'll talk to you later on. All right, I got a. <laughs>